The Ron Show for Tuesday, December 27, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts, the America One Radio app, AmericaOneRadio.com. My email address, Ron at RonShowATL.com. You can follow the show on Twitter as well at RonShowATL. I actually had a note from a friend of mine who was talking about the, the George Santos thing, and he said, don't forget that Herschel Walker is not the only Republican candidate from Georgia who lied and lot uh, a lot. I, I'd forgotten about this. I don't think I lived in Georgia at the time. No, this was 2003. Sonny Perdue used to say, my first goal as governor is to restore public trust in state government, changing the culture of state government. Our form of government depends on a mutual bond of trust between the people and their government, but people have become cynical about their government. New York Times piece at the time wrote, Mr. Perdue, a Republican awaiting confirmation to serve as President Trump's agriculture secretary, this was back in 2017, became a target of frequent criticism that he was failing to honor his own ethics pledge during his eight years as governor. The criticism centers on the fact that, as Mr. Trump has, he continued to own or help run his family business ventures for farming-related companies while serving as governor. Story continues, before his tenure as governor ended in 2011, 13 complaints had been filed against Mr. Purdue with the State Ethics Commission, which on two occasions ruled that the governor had violated state ethics laws. The commission took the unusual step of fining Mr. Purdue while he was governor. There were other numerous questions, including some about the role of Mr. Purdue's personal lawyer, also a state legislator, in pushing a bill through the legislature that included a special provision that gave Purdue $100,000 in state tax relief. And when his tenure as governor was coming to a close, Mr. Purdue met with Georgia officials who oversee the state's ports to discuss the use of a terminal for a family business, according to documents obtained by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Soon after he left office, in fact, he opened a new company that specialized in exporting products through Savannah. I mean, listen, say what we will about Herschel Walker, an awful candidate, but it's hard to conceive of a scenario where had Herschel Walker won, he was going to be benefiting from it in some financial way other than, (laughs) I'm thinking speaking fees, uh, maybe another book, and of course the tax cuts that he would pass along to his income bracket as politicians are off to do, right? No, I mean, we can we can look at Kelly Leffler, insider trading. We can look at David Perdue and his many and varied business interests that obviously benefit from, as most big businesses do, conservative ideology carrying the day. It's It's just hard to find Republican candidates or politicians who don't benefit from themselves being in a position of power. Okay, now Stacey Abrams, for her part, also got wealthier from 2018 to 2022, mostly from book deals. She, of course, is an author, and speaking gigs. Not from investment that she somehow had a political hand. Well, she wasn't in office, so she couldn't. Famously, the the right is hand-wringing about Hunter Biden and all the money that he somehow has made from his dealings in Ukraine with Burisma. And yet, the right wants to talk about Hunter Biden, but doesn't want to talk about uh, Jared Kushner, Ivanka Trump, Don Jr., 
the money that they've been making since daddy was sworn into office. And I know I started this conversation talking about George Santos and the lies that frame who he isn't versus who he actually is. And then there's the whole like question of how's this guy got $700,000 then if he didn't get it this way? And that, okay, will that be dug into? I doubt it because the GOP is leading the house starting next, what, week? And they're not going to investigate that guy. God, no. So we'll never, I guess, find out about that. But I think where I'm going with this now is we're just looking at not a character flaw of the American political candidate or politician. We're looking at not a flaw, but the character of the American political candidate or politician, either seeking the office or in office. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that ordinary folk can't just run for office. Not really. I mean, you might be able to run for your town council, maybe your county commission, and still have a job that pays the bills because those jobs do not pay the bills. But by and large, if you're going to run for a state or federal office, you already have to be well-connected enough or out in retirement land or having already had such success or born into success that you don't need a 40-hour job. Great example, Dr. Michelle Au, who is headed to the State General Assembly next session, is also a doctor, obviously, and she tweets this about four days ago. I take a clinical leave of absence for the legislative session. This was my last week with patients until April. I'll miss this work, especially knowing at the end of each day that I got something done, but there are many ways to care for patients, even outside of the hospital. So I responded to this tweet. Thanks for all you do. While in session, please consider addressing that only those who can afford long leaves of absence can even run for state office, leaving much of the middle and working class unrepresented. I'd love to have you on my show soon to discuss a range of issues. And she responded, yes, I agree. This is a deeply important issue. I have spoken about before, and I would be happy to join you to discuss further. Someone from my team should be reaching out soon. Happy holidays. So we're going to have Dr. Michelle Al on the show fairly soon, I would assume. Uh, we are uh, back and forth communicating with uh, her, her, I guess her person, someone from her team, Liz Ernst, is uh, efforting to get uh, Dr. Al on with us. I think that that's a key component to a functioning democracy. Because the cynicism within the American electorate is, oh, they're just in it for themselves. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong, especially at the state and federal level. They're in it for themselves. And again, I'll go back to the lying biographer in our Senate race, Herschel Walker. I don't think he was, I don't think he was in it for personal gain necessarily. I think he was just a, a useful puppet for Donald Trump, who definitely is in everything he's in for personal gain. There's not one ounce of that man or his candidacy or campaign that felt authentically about we the people. And every little political machination he decided to put his tiny little hands on just felt like self-servants, not service to others. More Ron Show after this. The America One Radio app, AmericaOneRadio.com. 